welcome to the Go and Tell Gals podcast with Jess Connolly and Kanisha Bikes. Today, we're talking to one of our friends, a woman who runs on mission. We are praying this conversation leaves you fired up and ready to go right where you're at. We're super thankful for you. Let's go. Okay, girls, we're here today with Kayla Craig. Oh my goodness, we're so fortunate to sit down with Kayla and have a wonderful conversation and talk about some things that she's really passionate about. Obviously, a woman on mission who thrives in the space that God has given her to thrive in, specifically in the area of motherhood. I'm super, actually super excited about talking within that vein because I feel like I have older kids. So, you know, when your kids are younger, you're kind of in those Hacks, if you will, where you're like talking about the rearing and the coaching and all these things that we're learning how to potty and all this thing, all this stuff. But, you know, as your kids get older, you don't really have that community anymore. So and there are things that we go through, even obviously, as our kids are older. So I'm just so excited to have that conversation with you as well as the rest of us. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Kayla? Ah, I'm so excited to be here. Well, I, I'm Kayla Craig. I am a former journalist. So my background is in like newspaper reporting and magazine writing. And then as I started to become a mother, I began freelancing more. So my background is in writing. I'm a mom to four awesome, chaotic, curious <laughs> children who keep me on my toes and keep me very caffeinated. And um, they joined us through adoption and birth. And yeah, they're great. We recently moved back to my hometown where we moved into a 110-year-old former convent. Wow. So we have like, that you know, never really a dull fun. moment. Yeah, Are you like renovating is. this space? A little bit, yeah. Wow. So it, it had the good bones. And so we are, you know, I'm always thrifting and collecting and filling the space. My husband's like, just because we have it, you know, it doesn't mean you need to keep like buying stuff or picking stuff up <laughs> or off the side of the road. And I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Sounds it's like fine. fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I write and I process my life through writing. And so that kind of beginning stage as being a journalist has kind of morphed into my spiritual life as well. And I started writing prayers, prayers that I hoped would come alongside other people and especially other parents as we kind of figure out how to do life in this very overwhelming world and raising kids. It can it can feel like a lot of pressure. And so I kind of write the prayers that I need. And yeah, that's that's where I'm at. So good. Combining what you just said and combining what Kanisha shared, Kanisha's kids are a tiny bit older than mine, but our kids are sort of out of this younger season. And so here's my question for you, Kayla, because we love talking to women on mission. We love talking to women who are using their God-given gifts for the good of others and the glory of God. I love that you just identified this new mission field as parents, encouraging them, coming alongside them. So I want to ask this. Is it intimidating to minister to and talk to and encourage moms? I feel like, I don't know if, and I'm curious, Kanisha, what you think. I'm curious if like the internet has gotten softer on moms over the last like decade or so. But I knew after I started in on the internet as a mommy blogger and very quickly identified, I am never talking about my kids or how I raise them or what is hard about raising them. Because it kind of was like a hard ground. It felt like a hard ground to minister in. 
So even as I was looking at your book, I'm so excited. And I want you to share more about it. I'm like, oh, I wish this like soft nurturing ground had been around when I was here. But has it felt like an intimidating space to step into? I mean, I think part of that journalistic background comes in because as I was writing this book, I wanted to make it as expansive as possible for many different parents and many different like challenges and joys throughout their life. So I talked to people. I'm super curious and just asked them, you know, would you be willing to share with me what it was like to send your kid to college? Like, what were you going through in that moment? You know, one minute you're nursing a baby and the next, like you're loading up the car. Like, how does that even happen? What do you do there? And so I think I just find comfort in the prayers of another. And so if I can give that comfort to somebody else with my prayers, then it's like, okay, here, have mine, you know? And it's like, there's no one right way to pray. And there's not like a magic formula to our prayers, but it's just like, if this is helpful to you, if this helps you take care of your own soul as you're caring for your kids' souls and whatever stage or age they're in and points you toward the love of God and neighbor, then like, that's it. I'm not gonna tell you like, how to feed your baby or give you any sort of like advice about what to do about kids in sports or yeah, whatever that is, but more just like tend to your own soul so you can tend to the, to the people around you. I love that. I love that. I do love that. I think just like reading about you even more and you have a, it's not your book, it's the online space that you have. It's called Liturgy for Parents, right? Yeah, liturgies for parents, yeah. I love that. I just think it speaks to such a much more deep and impactful form than just like, here's a prayer for you, you know, to pray that kind of fits in this box or whatever. Like I'm even just reading through some of your, can we call it content, some of your prayers, your words. I think words is probably more appropriate, but it just feels a lot more, thoughtful. Like, I think, like Jess was saying, you know, I don't think 10, 15 years ago, the spaces that we roamed online were, can I say kind to moms? Mm. And it does feel like a much more deep, spirit-filled, spirit-led, what you're doing feels much more deeply impactful than, let me just clarify in saying that we all have our ways in our own callings of the way that God is calling us, right, to do these things and push into these spaces and areas. But the way that that what you're doing resonates with me very personally is that it feels very much more deeply impactful than just content, which is a very trite way to say that. So, But it is more than just that. It feels like more than just content or content. It feels like you are doing something that obviously is very deep within who you are and the foundation of your relationship. It's kind of like out of the overflow. We're getting kind of the overflow of what's actually deeply found inside of you. So I really sense that. So thank you for what you're doing. Oh my gosh. To kind of bridge that gap. That means a lot to me. Thank you. I have an example of even the kinder piece. For example, somebody sent me a book of, and backing up, uh, maybe this is just a nice counseling session for Kanisha and I had a promise to, to process what happened on Let's the internet go. in Let's our go. early motherhood years. <laughs> now we're like a little traumatized. Thank you for writing the prayers. <laughs> Thank you for being kind. 
But I sort of swore off parenting books, I would say a year or two into parenting, which really might not have been a good idea. I don't know. I just was like, ah, it's too much. Like, it's too much. I know. I know it's hard. I'm probably not doing a good job. I, so I've literally don't think I've bought one since I had maybe a one-year-old. But a few months ago, someone sent me a book about prayers to pray for your teens. And I'm going to be honest with you, even opening it, I was overwhelmed because I just thought like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm, I'm so behind. <laughs> like I haven't been praying for <laughs> any of these things. Like I know it's like cute to like talk about, it's not cute, it's beautiful and impactful to talk about praying for your child's spouse. And I'm like every once in a while, I remember to pray for my child's future spouse should they choose to want to be married. But also like this was like, Pray for your children's teacher's kids. Pray for your children's future pets. Like, it was so intense. And I was like, (laughs) I'm late. Like, I can't ever catch up. And so looking at your work, it feels like a soft place to land. It feels like, okay, okay, this is a guide. This is a really gentle guide taking me to the feet of Jesus. Not trying to embedder my parents. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to improve my parenting. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. My hope is that it like helps take a burden off instead of add burdens or add pressures. Like we already have enough going on. All of us do all the time. And like, we shouldn't be feeling that pressure to like do more, add more, be hard on ourselves. And so this is really an invitation of like flip through, find the situation that you're in or the stage or milestone or wherever it is that you are and just say, okay, deep exhale, right? Like a deep breath and and finding that God is already there. Like God already holds our prayers. God already knows our prayers. And so we don't have to like put all that pressure onto ourselves, which is really the messaging we get as parents and as women. So I was just going to say, we've given our words as to how your work resonates with us. But I was going to say, tell us how your work differs from what we said. We get what you kind of just did that. This is how your work is different. It's not something that's going to give us pressure to perform, essentially, or say the prayer so that we can fix the thing. And I think that's definitely something that's so needed here in our day and time, obviously, with all the pressures we get from day to day. A lot of times it's easy to believe that like prayer is like genie in a bottle and and like if we just like pray this right prayer or we pray something enough then this will happen. And really what I hope that my book is is just like an invitation into the conversation that God is already having with us throughout our days. That is my hope. I'm so curious about the name of your book which is To Light Their Way. Tell us about the name of the book and how you arrived at that title. Yeah, well, I think it just kind of came from the fact that I kept coming back to this imagery of like light and being the light in the world and God illuminating our paths and like being a beacon of hope. And just, I just kept like ruminating on these words and this imagery and like the light filtering through, you know, the windows in my old house. And it just was like kept coming back to me. And I think that our prayers do kind of light the path forward and, and, you know, Christ is the light of the world and we get to enter into that. And it's like that, you know, little Sunday school song we all used to sing, like this little light of mine. (laughs) We'll never forget it. 
No. <laughs> now it's going to be in your head all day. You're welcome. <laughs> there's also, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there's also, I can't even remember what it says, but there's a really weird third verse to that song. Oh. Oh, it says, don't let Satan blow it out. <laughs> That's what it says. Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> The blow in the mic, I cannot. <laughs> the first time I heard that, I was like, it's kind of terrifying. Also, like, potentially not theologically correct. I don't know. Like, it's got some, like, Matthew 13 vibes in there. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure he has that much wind in his lungs. Does he even have lungs? Like, we don't know. I did not see this conversation going that way, but you know what? I'm here for it. Let's go. Now Let's you're explore welcome. that. Yeah, thank you. I love it. Uh, I mean, maybe full circle. I just want to say, like, maybe some of those early parenting books I read blew out my candle. Like, maybe they just, like, extinguished And so my now we have Kayla's book to light yes, the way Yes, thank again. God. Mm. Thank God for your ministry. Okay, here's a, here's a question I have about your work. Would you say, I saw this word in our notes, and I was curious if Brenna, our podcast producer, ascribed this to you or if you would use these words. In the notes, it says, how did you step into this role of pastoring and mentoring mothers. I love the idea that some mothers need, I think many mothers need some pastoring and shepherding in their mothers. Does that feel like those words align with what you feel called to do? Yeah, I think I just, so I created my Instagram account in January, 2020, and I created it thinking, oh, 2019, such a hard year. Wow. Like we're going through so much, having no idea what was about to like come down the pipeline in this world, like how much the world would truly change and how much we would have to kind of examine our own hearts and values as we're raising these kids. And so I created this account and I just thought, Words of another have helped me like a lot in my prayer life because honestly, I feel like I'm not that great of a prayer, you know? Like prayers don't always come naturally to me or and I'm laying in bed and like I'm a night owl and so waking up really early in the morning, which is like what I the messaging I always received as like an, especially as a young mom of getting up early and praying and doing these devotionals, like I felt like I'm not doing this right, I'm not doing this well. So I created the account with some prayers of my own. I thought maybe it'll be offering. We'll see if anybody connects. And parents did. And parents were like, thank you for being honest, for writing words that were real and not like fluffed up with so much church lingo and church language, but just like meeting us where we are. And so I think I just kind of fell into it a little bit of, I wrote these prayers because this is what I needed. And like, hey, they're yours too, like they're prayers. And I think that's comforting to me too. When I have read the prayers of another is knowing like, I'm not alone. Somebody else has gone through this. Somebody else has prayed this. Like there's kind of a uniting factor um, in that. Yeah, I will add there, Jess, you said you're not sure if that was Kayla's wording or mine. That was mine. I feel, Kayla, (laughs) genuinely, that's what you do. I'm like, you are shepherding. I just felt that way so much looking at your Instagram and your feed and the work that you do. So, yeah, as we've said a million times, thank you for the work you do. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I especially love it because I love identifying. I absolutely don't 
get super tripped up about the words pastor or shepherd, but I love when I can identify this person is shepherding me through this thing. For example, I always talk about my book editor and I'm like, she is the pastor of my books. She just is. I mean, she's the pastor of my soul in a lot of ways, but she is the pastor (laughs) of my books. You know, she takes this message and it says, here's where we want to go. I just think a lot of moms might be sitting at home or in the carpool line or doing dishes, listening to this podcast and thinking, I need a motherhood pastor. I need a motherhood shepherd. I need a tender guide. So I'm so grateful for your work. Again, we're just gushing over you. I don't know if you've ever listened to our podcast, but it doesn't usually sound like this. We don't usually (laughs) spend like 20 minutes talking about how obsessed we are with someone. But we just really like you, Kayla. It's really cool. I think we're just all in such a tender place right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, so grateful. Okay, I have a question though. What is hard about this work? Because I'm sure especially processing your own motherhood. I can just imagine a million different things, but what's been the most difficult about it and how has God met you in that? Oh, that's such a good question, Jess. I think that for me, I knew I wanted to enter into some difficult prayers when I wrote this collection because I knew there were some prayer books out there that didn't really talk about hard things. And for me, I was really struggling when my kids came home and they were talking about doing like an active shooter drill at school. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is for real. Like, what do I even say? How do I approach this? Like, who is talking about this? Like, God, where are you? Like, why do we even have to do this? This is, it just broke my heart as a mom. And so I knew that I wanted to include prayers like that or like, when your kid has been bullied, or maybe when they have been the bully, when they have perpetuated that harm. And so I wanted to enter into the beauty of life together, but also the really difficult things too. And so I like sobbed over notebooks as I was writing this book. And I really think it was an invitation into empathy for me to be able to realize like, you know, I can only see the world through my lens and the experiences that I've had. And so being able to enter into somebody else's experience and have them like so graciously and generously share that with me was such a gift. And I really, really hope that I have like held those stories well because, you know, there's like over a hundred prayers in the book and I haven't personally experienced, you know, all of those things, but I write the prayers from the perspective of like a parent praying out. I hope that I have stewarded that well and held those spaces well, but it is like hard. (laughs) Oh, thank you. That's really interesting. I think one of the questions that continues to kind of ruminate, if you will, in my mind is just as we talk about prayer and Jess kind of alluded to it just with how sensitive a topic that can be right within the church. I think sometimes, especially with motherhood, we feel so much pressure to perform in that area. Even I think someone else said, you know, I don't know if I was doing this the right way or saying this the right way or saying the right thing. I think it could become this really hard thing. And so I'm super curious about the way that this has evolved for you, right? Like I would venture to guess that the way that you commune with God in this way and your relationship with him has developed over time. So maybe kind of take us through the process of how, you know, 2015, five years ago, you know, you were in one space and here you are now. How has it changed and how has the way it changed informed your prayer life? 
Yeah. Oh, that's so much, right? I mean, I think we're all on this journey of learning and relearning every day what it is to show up as ourselves in our world and in this time and exploring new ways of seeing God and who God is. And there's layers to unpack and we never like get to our destination, right? But that's okay because God is is with us in every step of that. And so, like I said, my experience has been in writing. That's always a way that I've just like personally processed the world. Like sometimes I don't even know what I'm thinking or feeling until I can like scratch it out on paper. And so I think for me, realizing like my prayers could be honest and I could write them out just as the way that I write out other things. And it didn't have to be performative. And honestly, that was like a tension I held is if I share these, is that like, you know, being performative in my prayer. And I think I came to, like, it's just a gift. Like, it's just an offering. And if it works for you, then take it. And if you're feeling like you're connecting with God in a different way, like, that's okay too, because God is so expansive and and so big. And so I think as I've, like, learned new ways to see God and learned new ways to love God with all my heart and soul and mind and strength and love my neighbor as myself, that has shaped my prayers. And so it's all of this working and we're always being constantly like shaped and molded. And I've, and I've seen that, you know, it's, I'm sure you have all felt this way. You look back at something you wrote like 10 years ago and you're like, oh, <laughs> Welp, <laughs> like maybe wouldn't have said that that way now, but we're all like growing and learning and there's like a lot of, of grace and mercy in the journey. We have a practice at our church here. We have we have a little pre-service prayer time. That's one of our favorite times of the whole week. And we've been doing this sort of practice for the last few years. And so anyone who's leading in any capacity or really who just has been at our church for a while comes to this pre-service prayer and we all stand at the front of the church and we have a little you know, rhythm that we do at the beginning of each time we have our pre-service prayer and we'll answer a handful of questions. We'll say, why do we pray? And we'll say, how do we pray? And we'll say, you know, why is it so important that we pray before the service starts? And so we always kind of come back to these same answers. We say, why do we pray? Because it sets the temperature. Why do we pray? Because it unites our hearts. Why do we pray? Because it reminds us this is about God. And then we'll say, how do we pray? We pray real words. That's a big one we say almost every Sunday. We pray with real words. We don't, yes. We're not, you know, reciting poems. Like, we pray humbly. We pray boldly. And I was thinking about that, looking at the book. It just made me think, like, okay, as a mom, how do we pray? Why do we pray? Why is it important that we step into this? And it truly does. I just want to say for everyone out there, this book feels like an invitation into who we're supposed to be. It feels like an invitation into our native language as mothers. And so we are obviously so incredibly grateful for your work, Kayla. We are so expectant for this book. It's out October 5th. Is that right? That's right. And also, you're going to make me cry. So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Well, I really need it. Thank you for leading this kind of collective and corporate movement of motherhood to such a gentle and humble and spiritual space. I just wanted to say that, you know, your book title is A Collection of Prayers and Liturgies for Parents. And when I read that, just that one little header, I just thought, just from what I'm, I'm seeing from you as I listen to you now, as I scroll through your Instagram feed, 
yes, I see a lot of things that could be for mothers or for parents, but I'm looking at some of these prayers and I'm like, this is for anybody. I think that that's really important to note too for those listening is that if you're not a parent, right? I mean, would you agree? This doesn't mean that this isn't necessarily for you, that you aren't for people or that this book isn't for someone who's not a parent, right? I think when I'm reading, it resonates with very much just the spiritual with the kingdom, um, with things that we need when we're in a dry and thirsty place, whether it's today, tomorrow, or, you know, next year. I am even more excited about the book for that reason. There's a whole section of breath prayers, which is like my go-to, and they're all rooted in scripture. And so like, that's for everybody and anybody, like, and, and all sorts of reasons. So I hope it serves you. So good. Okay, Kayla, how can the Go and Tell Gals be praying for you? We want to be fighting for you as this episode comes out and as people listen to it. How can we be on your team? What can we be asking God for for you? Hmm, such a thoughtful question. Thank you. Goodness. How, how much time do you have? Let me get my list. <laughs> you know, my kids right now are doing virtual school and it's a lot. It's a lot for all of us and they're trying their best and their teachers are incredible and they're showing up. And so I think just like praying for us in this time, we know it won't last forever, but it can get really exhausting. And I'm sure my neighbors have heard me like, shouting. <laughs> They're like, is that the one that wrote the prayer book? Like, So yeah, just keeping us in prayer in that way would be incredible. Thank you. You've got it. Kanisha and I were actually on a like Zoom call earlier today, and I thank God I was muted. I didn't know I was muted, but I was screaming at one of my kids who's on <laughs> virtual school right now who kept connecting their wireless headphones to my Zoom call. And I was like, get up! My Zoom call! <laughs> like, get up! <laughs> that so, makes me feel so much better. Yeah, I needed to hear that today. Yeah, just, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Get off my Zoom! Get your headphones disconnected! <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay, we're on oh your team. Gosh. We're so grateful for you. Thank you for your work, and yeah. thank you for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much, Kayla. Friends, thank you so much for joining us today. We are grateful that you were able to listen in. If you love this episode, would you do us a favor and leave a review so other friends can find this episode? We pray it encouraged you and left you feeling equipped to run on mission right where you're at. We're super grateful for you and we will see you next week. Thank you.